fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. The front line of the invasion of Kyiv, the capital of Ukraine. Russians are moving into it now. There are also negotiations happening. We don't know if uh, President Zelensky is in these meetings himself on the border of Belarus. Belarus has said they're coming in on the side of Russia. We are looking at a very dangerous situation. We are currently trying to make connections to um, the youngest ever member of the Ukrainian parliament who is still there in Ukraine. The parliament is still kind of up and running uh, and he's going to tell us what's really going on in Kiev right now and hopefully he will have some other information he can share with us from Ukraine in 60 seconds so that inflation that we've been loving so much for a while now uh, it might spiral even further out of control now Uh, Not just because of the war in uh, the East with Ukraine, but also because of the sanctions now that we have put on, which I am for, but we enacted the swift sanctions. That is going to mean our Fed most likely is going to have to print billions, if not trillions of dollars more to bail out all of the European banks that had any transactions going with um, Russia. So it's going to get worse. Gas prices are also spiking again. What is all, Why am I telling you this? Because there is something you can do. You know what else is spiking over the weekend? Gold prices. Find out about their special at Goldline right now. They have a special promotion that includes free silver, uh, one ounce Indian uh, replicas with every box of 20 of the historic Indian gold coins. You'll receive 10 of the silver replicas for free. They're tough to find with the silver shortages hitting the market. Now is a great time to get involved. Call Goldline now. 866-GOLDLINE. 866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. All right. We don't have him on yet. Um if you just joined the show, you uh, please go back and um, and listen, because I think it's important that we have these conversations as adults on what's really going on. It doesn't feel right to me. Stu has been uh, talking off air this morning, and I don't think I've ever heard you <laughs> like this before. You're you are the optimist to my pessimist many times. Yes. Yeah. Um, and this one really has you concerned. Well, I think you're sort of downplaying the really bad possibilities here. <laughs> you, you know, because I, I think there's a there's a tendency, I think, understandably, to say, okay, this is way over there. It's some battle between Russians and Ukrainians, and why are we involved in it at all? Uh, we, of course, have come, I think, a long way when it you know when it comes to. Hang on just a second. We oh, have, sure. yeah, we, it, we'll, we'll pick this conversation up. Um, we have the youngest member of the Ukrainian parliament. I apologize in advance for butchering your name. Uh, Sivia Toslav Urush. Welcome. Welcome to you, Mr. Beck. You've done perfect job of pronouncing that very Slavic name. Ah, mm. well, great to hear that. 
So, first of all, I want you to know that no matter what the American government uh, is doing or saying, the American people are with you. Um, we have been praying for you. We've been watching the heroics uh, online over the weekend, and we are with you. And that is most appreciated. Our job right now is to show the world the reality that Mr. Putin is waging a full-scale war See, unlike any war since the Second World War, since the invasion of Poland by Nazi Germany, uh, this is the reality that he's trying to destroy our country. And we will do everything by everybody to keep that from happening. Our job here is simple, to keep our nation free and independent. And Mr. Putin wants to destroy us, the biggest state in Europe, for the sake of his own imperialistic ambitions. Do, do you, what, are the, what is the... Um the spirit of the people like do you have any idea on the on the civilians that the number of civilians that are fighting and have joined the fight we basically everybody we can get for this fight the reality is that uh, we are allowing anybody who wants to join and needs to do so needs to fight and uh, basically, from the last couple of days, I was helping lots of veterans, lots of people with battle experience to receive that, those means and to try and join that fight down Kiev and in Kiev, because this is now, I'm in the capital right now, and this is the siege of that capital. So we've heard report that special forces are inside Kiev, um, and they're trying to confuse the defenses inside the city. Is, is that true? Are there Russian troops? Very much so. Very much so. Very much so. Uh, basically, there have been uh, various saboteurs that were uh, that were, were captured in the in the center, in basically very close to the presidential office. And the point here is that uh, they are trying to sneak in various different ways. We also found people who were essentially put here before the invasion, you know, renting apartments and such, so they can spring sleep agents to spring into action afterwards. But the point is again. Russia's trying to basically destroy us, starting from the capital itself. So the point for us is very simply to not let that happen in every way we can. So that's why we are including everybody, informing everybody to be vigilant for the Russians. I mean, they were actually in, in the capital for, for quite a bit in the northern part of Kiev, and uh, there were heavy fighting there where basically we distributed arms as widely as we could to uh, try and uh, destroy those forces that enter the town. Um, any report, the negotiations are going on right now. Um, is Zelensky in the meetings himself, and have you had any word on how they're going? Uh, we are looking at that very closely, and the points that we see basically want to, he wants the same thing, destroying our sovereignty, our right to choose our own future, the right to choose our destiny, and uh, destroying our defenses entirely, as well as relinquishing some of the parts of Ukraine so that he's already occupied. Uh, that's what happened either way, and the way we're pushing it at the moment provides us a very confident uh, understanding that if this continues, we'll show to him and to everybody else that Ukraine is not a pushover, that we shall fight to the very end. So is there any acceptable negotiation other than he backs out? That is not just our position, that is the whole world right now. We yeah. are very clearly and uh, very openly saying that it is unacceptable that 
attacking nations and destroying nations in this century. That's all lessons we should have received in the Second World War, in the First World War, and all the other destructive conflicts that uh, society has seen, the nation has seen. This should not be. Uh, this should not be the only point. Uh, this should not be allowed. And again, we and the world demand of them to stop. Um, the sanctions, I mean, we're just at a loss uh, here in America with our own administration. Um, the sanctions have, well, let me just get your opinion on them. Are they helping? Are they having no immediate effect? You know, what are you, what should the United States be doing or the West? Russia has broken every single rule that exists in the international community. Every single one. Uh, and for that, Russians to be pushed out of every single forum that exists uh, around the world. Uh, and the United States, as the leading nation of the world, should be the champion in that. Should be, should be a nation pushing for that. And we would certainly appreciate that. Uh, well, the US is doing its bit. We are certainly putting in those javelins we have seen to good use. But we need so much more. There is never a point when something is enough as far as fighting one of the biggest nations, uh, one of the biggest nations, the biggest army in the world, and the biggest nation in the world. So the point here is that uh, nothing is enough, everything is welcome, and as much as we can provide, all that we put to good use, I'm seeing it already in Kiev. Uh, Germany has um, now joined the the nation supplying weapons and ammunition. Um, uh, Finally. Yeah, finally. Um, Belarus joining. Uh, I mean, we know that they were with the Russians uh, from the get-go, but now they're joining. Are, are you uh, at all hearing anything from other NATO allies that may join your fight? We are seeing a lot of countries wake up. The sites of the naked aggression Ukraine is experiencing finally opened the eyes to Ukrainian reality to many countries which were doubted before. And uh, basically, we are receiving minutes by minutes of different countries making decisions, sanctioning Russia, as well as providing weapons to Ukraine, support to Ukraine, that show very clearly that uh, basically Russia has its days numbered as far as global support, uh, as far as global understanding and global connections. So, do do you? It, it appears as though um, Putin has either another agenda that none of us really know, or he miscalculated, or he's crazy. Any thoughts on that? I think none of those options. I think Mr. Putin is very clear throughout his good career that he does not want Ukraine to be a sovereign state, to be an independent state, and to be a state at all. And the reality is that he is just putting his policy to the fact now. He understands there is no future for democratic process for his point of view. And that's why as far as Ukraine is concerned, he is putting it all now on this, uh, on this, in this war. And he was hoping to take us over in a matter of days. It's very obvious now that's not happening. It's very obvious that everyone's mobilizing. I've just seen a video of people walking out uh, in front of the Russian troops with nothing, with just Ukrainian flags and screaming at them that they're 
hometown is Ukraine and the babushkas throwing potatoes at those soldiers. The point here is that, again, all of Ukraine now is mobilized for one simple goal, to keep our nation independent, to keep, keep our nation free, <laughs> because, again, we have fought long and hard for many centuries for that chance. Mm-hmm. And now when we have it, we are not going to just give it up. I have, uh, I have done many episodes of my television show on Ukraine and the Ukrainian people and what you have endured. Uh, j- just the Holodomor is uh, uh, an abomination. And uh, I, I uh, am so glad to see you stand up against Russia and not go down. They, they wish you um, no good, no good. Can you tell me the Ukrainian uh, battle damage assessment, if you've seen that, or the Russian losses, uh, how, uh, how is that going? Obviously, it's very hard to estimate with all the information coming in, and you don't know what is fake news and what is, what is accurate data. But it's uh, very obvious that the Russian losses are in their thousands now. We have tried to count the destroyed machinery. We are counting more than hundreds of APCs. We are counting hundreds of tanks. Uh, we have destroyed many of their planes. Basically, it's very hard to estimate. The numbers I have seen are putting those facts uh, in, to be obvious that the Russian army is being slammed in Ukraine time and time and time again. And what is keeping your people going? I mean, the the uh, the typical thought would be that you are going to lose at one point. Uh, what is how what what is it that you're hearing or hearing others say that is keeping you together and keeping you pushing forward? It is our country. We have nowhere to go. We have. I'm, I was born in dependent Ukraine, and I want to die in dependent Ukraine. I basically here with my generation. I am completely unwilling to accept even entertain notion of Russian incorporation on Ukraine. The fact of the matter is that for us, there is no choice here. This is our land. Russia wants to destroy us, take over, and we will fight against them and with everything we've got, like those babushkas waving Ukrainian flags. And we will get our country. We will push the Russians out. And we are doing that every single day, even in the Battle of Kiev, which I'm experiencing right now. Um, I, again, wish you the best. Um, Please pass on to all those that you see that the American people, our hearts are with you. We are seeing remarkable things come from, from you and your fellow citizens and uh, our hearts and our prayers are with you, and uh, we, we, at least I do, sincerely hope that the rest of the world uh, gives you whatever you need uh, to be able to hold on to your freedom. God bless you. To our God-fearing nations, your word means the world to us. Uh, thank you very much for your support, for your prayers for all the messages you keep sending to me and all of my countrymen. It means the world, the fact that the world is caring, listening, and joining in. God bless you. Thank you very much. The youngest member of the Ukrainian uh, parliament, um, CV, CV, uh, uh Toslav Urush, which I'm glad he hung up the phone before I butchered <laughs> his name that time. You can follow him at S-V-I-A-T-O-S-L-A-V. 
UA. That's on uh, Twitter. You can follow him again. Um, these guys, I think, are really remarkable heroes to stand where they are when they could get out. To have the Ukrainian president say, I don't need a ride. I need bullets. I thought that was, I mean, that's a Hollywood movie line. Back in just a second. Hey, it's tax time. Isn't that great? It's always stressful, you know. Um, But let me help you out on that. Um, Identity thieves. uh, This is the time they love because they can file a bogus return and then pocket your refund. Wouldn't that be great? The IRS recommends electronic filing and using their pin tool for extra security. And you can check your financial accounts regularly to look for unusual activity. But the truth is... Cyber criminals are really smart, uh, and they can get around a lot of security measures. Keep in mind, they only have to succeed once. You have to succeed every time they try to get your stuff. This is why LifeLock is so important. They can't catch everything. No one can, but they can monitor things better than you can on your own. And if you do become a victim, their restoration specialists can work with you to help you fix the problem quickly. Nobody can prevent all identity theft, but man, it's LifeLock by Norton. I think they're the best. Join now. Save up to 25% off your first year with promo code BECK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK or head to LifeLock.com. Use the promo code BECK, 25% off. LifeLock.com or 1-800-LIFELOCK. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, I felt a little like I do with uh, Tanya's... I felt a little like I, I do when I spy, when I used to speak to Tanya's uh, Uncle Leo. I'd get about every fourth word. Right. And then a lot of times you're just like, uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So I'm not sure I caught everything no. that he said. You got the vibe, though. Yeah, I got the vibe. Mm-hmm. I got the vibe. I mean, wouldn't we... I'd like to think that we'd be the same way if we were being invited, invaded by a more powerful outside enemy. I mean, it's our country. Where are we going? This is This is it. Oh, I think... I mean, I, I think if Putin were going to take on the United States, they would have to nuke Texas. They would never come into Texas. Uh, and I think they wouldn't come into a lot of the Western cities and Western states. You know, the, the, there are a lot of Americans in the red states, especially, that are just not going to give it up. No, no, thank you. I, I'm not sure about, you know, New York City. They might be like, yet but then again uh you know but i i think americans uh if it's a foreign power they would be against it if it is uh a a twist in our own government i think they accept it there's going to be a lot of bad outcomes from this battle uh however can we have one good one which is can we finally finally not hear anymore what is your gun going to do against the military if they come to town? Isn't that crazy? Can we finally retire that nonsense after yeah, I this? I mean, the first thing the Taliban did was take all of the guns away from the people. Mm. The first thing the Ukrainians did were give all guns <laughs> to every person in Ukraine. It makes a difference. Uh, it makes a huge difference. They keep trying to give you this idea that, well, picture yourself. You're in your driveway. Tank pulls up. You've got your your handgun. What are you going to do? Well, yeah, in that scenario, 
That's but that's not reality. Reality is these guys have to get out of the tank. They're coming door to door. They it it's impossible to overrun a country that's well armed like the United States. It's all I mean basically impossible. It if, is. if the people decide to fight, it will go on. It will cost so much. It You're will increasing be, the cost of what they're trying to you do. You know, we got in trouble in in with George Washington with the British because they were like, "You're not lining up in a line in fancy red jacket <laughs> so we can see you and shoot you." <laughs> we were behind the trees. We learned that from the Native Americans. Yep, and they called us terrorists. Well, that's the way all war is fought right now. We lost the shiny red suits. Uh, with a target on the chest. Uh, instead, we fight, you know, guerrilla warfare. And that is the one thing that the Ukrainians are doing. Um, they're fighting unconventionally. And if they go, have to go in, the Russians have to go in door to door. It is a long, protracted, high death count kind of thing for any invading army. If your people are well armed. Gee, it's almost like the Second Amendment makes sense all of a sudden. Beef. The Glenn Back Program. American Financing, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. All right, investors are saying now there's a 71% chance they raise overnight lending by 25 basis points. Great. I don't really. What? Look, here's the thing. Your money is going to cost you more to use it. You want to get a um, you want to get a loan. You want to get any any kind of money credit cards. It's going to cost you more because the Fed is going to raise interest rates. And with everything that is happening in the world. Oh, my inflation is going to be bad. Please do everything you can to get out of debt to make sure that you are not in high interest credit cards, please roll them over in a consolidation loan. I want you to call American Financing today to see if they can help you at all. 800-906-2440, 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.net. Call them now. The Great Reset is out in bookstores. Make sure you get your copy and get the first chapter free at glensnewbook.com. I don't know if you have read the lyrics of the Ukrainian national anthem, but I found myself looking them up this weekend. They come... The original line from a poet in 2003 is Ukraine has not yet died, neither her glory nor her freedom. And they've changed that just a little bit. Ukraine is not yet dead, nor its glory and freedom. Luck will still smile on us, brother Ukrainians. Our enemies will die as dew does in the sunshine. And we, too, brothers, we'll live happily in our land. We'll not spare uh, either our souls or our bodies to get freedom. And we will prove that we are brothers, brothers of Kozak kin. That's pretty awesome. Where ours is asking us, hey, does that flag still wave? 
It talks about the past. Theirs talks about the future. And it starts with, hey, we're not dead yet. That's pretty amazing. I don't think I want to go up against a nation where they're singing their anthem and they're like, hey, we're not dead yet. And we're not going to give up our souls or our bodies for this thing called freedom. I think they probably mean it. They know the price to be paid. They know how precious freedom really is. I'm not sure we do, but they certainly do. They know how many people in their own country have paid the price, have been silenced by force. You know, at the beginning of the program today, I said that I wasn't sure that I understood what was happening in Ukraine and Russia. Something doesn't feel right to me. But I do understand one thing that is happening in the Ukraine. And I think it's happening all around the world. It's clear to me that the flame of freedom is now burning brighter than ever. The flicker of freedom always lives inside each human heart. It was put there by God. He fanned the spark of freedom in the hearts of the pilgrims. They first stepped off the Mayflower. It was William Bradford said, thus out of small beginnings, greater things have been produced as one small candle may light a thousand. So the light here kindled hath shone unto many. That candlelight that always is so delicate and so close to being blown out was burning when the rebels tossed the tea into the harbor. It was raging as the founders signed the Declaration of Independence and forged across the Delaware, broken and battered. It was burning when brother rose against brother to free slaves. It was alive in the horrors of the trenches of the First World War. It was alive as we stormed the beaches of Normandy. It ignited a march against tyranny and fire hoses in the streets of Birmingham. It gave courage to young women like Rosa Parks. It was there when a lone man stood against the tanks in Tiananmen Square. It was there again this weekend as a lone man stood against the tanks in Ukraine. When truckers opposed tyranny in Canada, it was there and it is ablaze today in the hearts of Ukrainians. We see it as they gather their weapons and stand. We hear it as they sing their national anthem while cleaning the glass in their living room window that had been blown out by a bomb. We admire it as young Ukrainian men flee. Not away from their country, but back to it in the form of safety of their homes abroad. We, we feel it as thousands of Germans gather in support of Ukraine under the Brandenburg Gate. As Russians are sent to prison, because they participated in a revolt against their own leader's aggression. Is that not that flame of freedom bright 
the fight against evil is ongoing. It has existed ever since man has been given agency. But the thing that evil does not know is that it never wins in the end. Doesn't matter who wears the mask of darkness, Hitler, Stalin, Mao, Putin, Soros, Klaus Schwab, Biden, Tlaib, whoever tries to grab your security, whoever tries to grab your freedom, Trudeau. We need to just remember one line that we've heard a thousand times and say it out loud. The more you tighten your grip, the more star systems will slip through your fingers. You have to say it with a bad English accent. There was a candle that was lit on this land. And this candle, no matter who rules over it, that candle will not be extinguished. There are too many of us and too many of us around the world. We're seeing them in Hong Kong. We failed and we did nothing. We're seeing them in Ukraine. Personally, when I saw the tank roll over that car and that guy lived, I thought these guys are being protected. These guys might have some divine providence going their way. There is nothing more valuable than the gift of individual freedom. Nothing. Nothing. Not safety. Not food. Not a guarantee for whatever it is you want. Freedom is the ultimate gift it's divine, and it comes to every man and every woman, no matter where they were born. That's what we fight for. And that's what we fight against. This weekend, I spoke at CPAC. And somehow or another, I was labeled as a pro-Putin guy. I don't understand that seeing that I have said multiple times, Putin is an evil, cold-blooded killer. And his death is something to celebrate. Don't get involved emotionally in these things. This is way too important. I know it's tough because you see what's happening on social media. You see what's happening, but... Don't get swept up in the parade. I don't know what the right thing to do is other than all we can do without committing ourselves to war. But I would require if I'm going to commit myself, if I'm going to commit that I will do all that I can do, the government should stop telling me how much pain is coming my way while canceling oil drilling this weekend here in America, while buying oil from Iraq, I'm sorry, from Iran, while buying oil from Russia at a greater clip than we bought it two weeks ago. 
It's in what people do, not what they say. And right now, the only people that I see doing anything are inspirational. And they are the people, as always, the people who are just like you, just like your neighbors, that actually believe in something. Those people in Ukraine who didn't have a gun last week, but now have a gun and will fight as hard as they possibly can so their children have a chance at making their own choices and further their own life the way they choose, not the way the state chooses. Sponsor this half hour is Car Shield. Plenty to be stressed out about recently, you know. Hey, how about taking one of the stress points off, like uh, the little check engine light? You know it's coming on. It does. And it only comes on at the worst time. I've never, well, I'm not sure anybody would ever say this, but I've never been in a position where you just got like a big fat bonus and the check engine light goes on. You're like, oh, perfect timing. I have the money. It doesn't happen that way. And even if it did, you wouldn't want to spend the money because your car is supposed to work. But as soon as the warranty goes out, that's when the check engine light usually comes on. Right now, don't worry about it. Get Car Shield. You don't want to replace your car right now. Don't want to dead. CarShield.com slash back. CarShield.com slash back or call 800-391-8888 to save 10% on your plan. It's CarShield.com slash back or 800-391-8888. Save 10% now. Deductible may apply. CarShield.com slash back. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. Well, there's a new development. Uh, the president of the European Commission has now said the European Union is closing its airspace to Russian aircraft. Um, they just held a press conference. We are shutting down the EU airspace for Russians. Uh, prohibition on all Russian-owned, Russian-registered, or Russian-controlled aircraft. These aircraft will no longer be able to land in, take off, or overfly the territory of the eu our airspace will be closed to every russian plane and that includes private jets of oligarchs as well holy cow holy cow now we can't fly over their airspace i'm sure uh which they have a lot of airspace (laughs) Uh, i don't know if you noticed that but this could also hurt on the global supply chain and moving things from place to place if you're avoiding all Russian airspace. If this thing drags on for them and they're feeling the economic catastrophe that they're feeling right now and it goes on for a long time, there's a good chance that pe- that factions inside that country rise up against Putin. Oh, I think. Can you imagine? You went to bed Friday and your dollar was, you know worth what it is today and then you get up today and it's worth 20 cents right 
that that's what happened to the ruble today. It's probably going to get worse. Yeah. And they're saying that it may completely collapse. And like, you know, Russia is not, I don't know, it's not, uh, I don't know, the Taliban, right? Like this is a, this there, you know, there's Gucci stores littering the streets of Moscow. Yep. Right? Like there are a lot of people who are yep. used to a really nice Western life uh, living in Russia. They're used to, and they come here all the time, which is a whole other situation. Mm-hmm. But like a lot of money, a lot of expensive things. People don't want to be, they, especially for this. They don't see this as like the war, you know, the Cold War even. They see this as like, Ima- well, why are we doing this exactly? Imagine if we, our government just said, you know what? We're taking Mexico. Yeah, we're going for it. We're going for Mexico, mm-hmm. you know. And all of us in the country would be like, wait, wait, we're what? Well, Mexico has been a uh, genocide. Yeah, there's a genocide of some English speaking people in Mexico. And we'd so. be like, wait, do you have any evidence? We're, uh, sorry, we're already in. <laughs> uh, and then we're dealing with our an 80 percent drop of an, in our economy and our dollar. Uh, uh, no one will do business with us. We can't go on vacations. We can't. I mean, God, Joey Behar wouldn't be able to get to Italy. Think of all the terrible <laughs> things that could come from this. But yeah. I mean, it would affect so many people. We certainly wouldn't be like, you know, I just trust Biden on the genocide thing. I mean, it probably is Mm-mm. happening in Mexico. That is not how Mm-mm. we'd react to it. Mm-mm. Now, look, they have and control over the media. If, it's different. But. Especially if, well, don't they hear too? At some level. I mean, we get the information, I think, yeah. even though it's we get we have a lot of But if they were sources. shutting down people, like they're shutting down in Russia. I mean, you're going out. Those people are so brave. Yeah. So brave. Incredible. You're going out. In Rush in Moscow <laughs> to to protest against Putin, he's a killer. I was watching CNN when this was all first happening, and they're in like this some of the, some square in like St. Petersburg. Yeah, yeah. And they're just there's protesters out there walking behind the reporter, and they're just taking him and just Loading throwing him in the vans. Right. I saw the same yeah. thing. I saw the same thing, and it right was in like, front of the reporter. Yeah, and it was like when he finished, it was like 25 people have been, you know, just picked up in the last <laughs> since I started talking. You're like, this is a problem. Yeah, and then that van pulls away, another van another pulls van, up, they yep. just start loading people in. Yep. I mean, imagine having that courage. It's it's good to see that there are those people, and I and you have to remember there are those factions, those anti-Putin factions. Who have been crushed by Putin's strong arm tactics. But if the people, if the if if they start feeling this sort of pain, those structures around him that have protected Putin at the top of that government can start collapsing pretty quickly. And there's a lot of billionaires over there who want their stuff and they they don't think about this the same way Vladimir Putin does. They're not all former KGB agents. And that structure around him could wind up collapsing if this can drag on and the and the pain is real in their economy. It's possible. It oh, it, very possible. I'm very trying to be possible. optimistic here. Yeah. For, no, the show you know what? Optimism. It is possible. Stu, probably not going to happen. <laughs> probably Thanks. not going to happen. But very possible. Uh, I would pray like you haven't prayed before. Pray for your nation. Pray for the sanity of leaders and those leaders who are not sane. That uh, maybe they die soon. Um, Putin, if he's If he's clear-headed, holy cow, are we in trouble. If he's insane, hopefully he dies soon uh, because there is no dealing with a madman. And I don't think he is. I think he's got a different goal. This is the Glenn Beck Program.